Fresh Melanin. My name is Anissa, and we got Erica over here. Yeah. And yeah, we're gonna start the show. But before we get into it, we just wanted to catch up a little bit, see how things are going. How are you doing? Yeah. How are you? I am. As you can see, I've dyed my hair split. I'm like this side. I'm not even surprised. Every time I see you, you have a new hair color, which is cool. Yeah. I just need to actually brush it down, flatten it. But yeah. So dyed it because I couldn't figure out what color to do. <laughs> and I just went with two colors. So. Yeah, it's teal and lavender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, wait. Let me take a picture of this <laughs> for social media every single time I see you. And I feel like that's like your hobby. Yeah. Keeps me busy. <laughs> Something to do. My sisters just dyed their hair too. I dyed my hair mm-hmm. once and it fell out and I never said I'll dye it again. Ever. <laughs> Ever, ever. I dyed it blonde. Like, I had, like, the tips of it, like, blonde, and they all fell off. But, oh my god, I, we have the same water bottle. Yeah. I have that exact water bottle. Yeah. Like, Did you get it from Amazon? Huh? Did you get it from Amazon? No, I got this from Marshall's. Don't be oh. something on Marshall's. Look, or I Ross. Marshall's or what? Marshall or Ross, one of those two. Because they have really good active wear, like 50% off, too. Have you been trying to be more active? No. I'm not wearing active clothes right now, but but I'm always very active. I just, I just don't like, I don't like cardio. (laughs) See? Me neither. And you stay on cardio. I love it because it works. I get so exhausted doing strength training. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it takes me a long time to feel the results for strength training. I'm like, I'll do it, and I'm like fuck, like, my stomach is still bloated. And then, like, I'll go for, like, a three-mile run, and I'm like, damn, I feel good. Like, I look good already. But, yeah, I've been doing good. What's changed? Nothing much. I've been working a lot. My job, like, my app got app of the day in the Apple store, dude. I was so freaking happy about that. So if you know where I work, you know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, so really happy about that. That was, like, like, I have so many friends that are, product managers and that's like something that they wish they could have you know like they yeah there's like million I think there's like 22 million or 20 million apps in the Apple store like every year and only like 300 or so get chosen as Apple of the day so I mean app of the day and Apple of the day but yeah so really happy about that my oh my god my fucking cat died which sucked oh my god I was so devastated like it I'm not even gonna go into depth over that that sucks Leslie is gone yeah but she's no longer in pain which is good what else I put up some mirrors in my apartment Uh, I see right like Like, I'm trying slowly but surely the shit's coming together but yeah that's about it like nothing else that's been crazy just been busy with work yeah that's dope that's good good these are all like good positive things right that's gross it's not too bad yeah I agree yeah same. I'm like, not really. I don't really do much. Lies. <laughs> uh, Actually, you've been on that, social media uh, a lot more. I've, huh? noticed, I've noticed that. You've been on social media a lot more. 
Yeah, because I realized I can do four hours of my main job and then spend the other rest doing the social media stuff. Yeah. But I still cap myself at like 40 minutes a day. So people don't know, I don't, I set a timer for Instagram to, for all my accounts that I can only spend 40 minutes a day. And yeah, like a day. And if I run out of those 40 minutes, there are times like, yeah, I'll go over it. Like, Mm -hmm for one main account but for other things I really do stick to the 40 minutes and it's it's cool it's not too bad you're gonna laugh because it's so funny about like once you talk about the topic like Mm -hmm. I I, you're gonna crack up at like what I have to tell you about like social media (laughs) oh (laughs) or you might not even it it might not even be funny you might just like be like oh wow like yeah it's an eye-opener yeah it is Okay, well, then we can just jump into it. We're doing good. We're chilling. So the topic today, if you can't tell, we're kind of... Wait, hold on. Why am I even getting into the topic? Wait, you forgot our fresh melons. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You don't care. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's been a while. I feel rusty. Okay. Really? It's been like two weeks. Hey, man, I just feel rusty. Oh, my God. That's how I know we need to record more often. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit. So okay, do you want to do your freshman of the week first or um, yeah, I'll go I'll do my freshman of the week first. So the person that I have as my freshman of the week is Jade Kearney. She basically is a woman that works in tech. She has a few different companies, but the way I met her was I'm a member of the wing that women's club mm-hmm. and they had a black girls in tech day. And yeah, and and she hosted it. I wasn't able to go, but just knowing who she was and like looking into it and seeing like what the whole entire day was going to be about and like all of that jazz. She basically was the one to host it. She has she basically has like like an accelerator thing. It's called Black Girls Tech Day. And she has like a conference with a bunch of black girls that are in tech and it was hosted at the wing this year. So that's pretty cool. She also has like her main company, which is called shematters.io. And really it's not about tech, but it's basically like she created so that she's able to like help other black women like navigate through mental wellness through mm-hmm. like community and resources and therapists that understand like black culture and stuff like that. And all that happened through her postpartum journey, like after having her kid. And then she also does stuff for um, black entrepreneurs. It's called like learn while black. And she, it's like almost like a, like a playbook of like, you know, what black entrepreneurs should be doing. And mm-hmm. she kind of like helps like BIPOC founders, like kind of like get all set up and jazz so yeah shout out to her jade kearney girl i wish i could have came to the black girls tech day but yeah and and the black girls tech day like they have like stuff for like female founders in tech where you can like network they do things to like support founders there's kind of like a blog on there but really the majority of the meat comes from like the actual day and like networking and like meeting folks and like you know just like fellowship a fellowship with like other black women in tech and stuff like that so yeah shout out to her shout out to her and what's her social media handle so people can find her that's a great question wait what'd you say <laughs> if not like what's uh the company that she runs that's yeah actually- look up shematters.io and then also blackgirlstechday.com and then also learnwhileblack.com but her main focus is like shematters.io so you probably can find all the rest of her stuff from there 
What do you have? <laughs> yeah, just drop those in there. So for my fresh melon of the week, I'm gonna shout out Brina's Code on Instagram. She is a engineer, so her content on Instagram is based around coding, productivity, and just she makes some like fun stuff. Yeah, I really got into our actually our page. I made her page. So our fresh melon account is following her. Okay, <laughs> uh, I found her through her reels, which. Yo, shout out to Instagram Reels. Yo, the Reels, if you post on Reels, you get so much traction. My sister got like almost like 10,000 views from posting a a video of her cat just sitting there. Yeah. We got to get on the Reels. Yeah. Yo, yes, we do. You you saw, she saw my content media calendar. Oh my God. I was like, yo, I've been, I have no, okay. But anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brina's code. Just coding tips, and I also just love how fun they are. She's a software engineer, and she just breaks it down easy and digestible, and also relatable to our culture. Yeah. Like, it's great seeing like black women and black voices talking yeah. about how they're doing in tech, while also making it very relatable and fun and trendy. You know, and yeah. like just really good information. So, Brina Code is Brina's Code is her Instagram handle. Full name is Sabrina, and I don't want to butcher the last name, but I'm going to do it anyways because Erica taught me just read it really fast. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, girl. I, I love that it. was I love not it. fast, okay? That was so sweet. You're like, oh, oh yes. my God. <laughs> uh, but she does have a passion for, you know, making tech content. So it's not only on Instagram. She does other, she uses other mediums. Uh, but I just like, just how easy and fun it is and it's very youthful yeah it's very youthful and i need to there needs to be spaces for us you know spaces for youthful young black women in there and just thriving so oh i'm looking at her website it's super cool you know what i think she created her website and girl brina correct me if i'm wrong this looks like notion she did the little i thought so too this is definitely notion i love it or you know what? i'm sorry if i'm not supposed to say that but still it's cute yeah i love this yeah i've also sent her a little dm weeks ago so hopefully when me and erica discuss plans we can have her come onto the show yeah wait a second where is she located if she's in New York, I swear no, to God. No, is she in San Francisco? You know, I didn't check her location. That sounds weird. You want to know what's weird? I don't know why I feel like I know her. If you do, then there you go. Probably through like us going through a lot of meetups. No, from church. Oh. But hey. maybe not. I don't know. Don't. I might just sound weird. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like looking yeah. at her stuff. I'm like, girl, don't I, where have I seen you from? But yeah, so shout out to her. Like her stuff looks super cool. If she's in New York, that'd be great. I've been trying to send you all these New York. I've been following more girls who code in New York and be like, just move to New York, Anissa. Like, damn. I think so. I've been interviewing for another job. So in New York? Yeah. They allow New York as an option. If so. you move to New York, we're about to make bank. Okay, let me stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might go crazy because there's not enough parks for me and I'm an outdoor What? Girl. Are you serious? There's so many parks? Are you kidding me? I've never been to a place with, like, so many parks. Like, there's no parks in San Francisco. 
Here, yeah. there are parks every four blocks. There's another park. Like, yeah. there's so many freaking parks here. Okay. Like, that, I was like, oh, no. There's, I don't, I, I don't go to parks, but I see them all the time. And people want yeah. to meet up at so-and-so park in this park. I'm like, fuck, like, there's so many fucking parks. I, I'm a park girl. I'm a park girl. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> Those are our first, and shout out to all of them for doing yeah. what you know? And when you away. come... And when you get to New York, we can, like, do another photo shoot because the photo shoot, the photos that we have on our website, guys, are so old. They are, oh. like, first off, I'm, like, 50 pounds heavier. Like, they're just, every time I look at those photos, I'm just, like, sad. I don't know if I should be sad or happy, but I'm just, like, I, But we're going to. I'm, like, wow, I gained. You you lost, I gained. What? No, just, you did not. I, no, I gained it in the lower half, and I'm just, like, oh. Look. <laughs> These it's okay because when you get here we're gonna go to the wing and we're gonna do a whole entire photo shoot like oh somewhere because we yeah. had to update these photos <laughs> i know i've shaved all my hair all my hair is gone right yeah cool so <laughs> those are our professional end of the week and now we're just gonna jump into our show topic yeah which of no drum roll but of course October 4th hit us all with a whirlwind when Facebook went down. And not only just Facebook, but Instagram, WhatsApp, and the Oculus. So all of these small, not small, but all of these other applications that operated underneath Facebook was down October 4th for four hours, which for some people might have felt like an eternity. And I personally did was affected by this not the social media aspect of it but the technical side yeah so cool so that's what our show topic's about to be today i will say there are tons of great content already out there about the network and our architecture yeah even um, facebook already posted about like why it went down and mm-hmm. like all that stuff so if you guys really care about like all that extra jazz go mm-hmm. look it up go look it up it's great <laughs> this it's is not what we're talking about yeah if we would do like 30, 40 minute deep dives, there's actually going to be another one hosted next week by Th- uh, Thousand Eyes, Yeah. which I, where I work, we use Thousand Eyes for some applications. Wait, and, pause. Should hmm. I go live on Instagram? If your phone can do it, It do can. It. No, I'm going to do it from our Fresh Melanin account though. Okay, good. Because like, I can't. Oh, I Fuck. Can't. This is where it comes to what I have to tell you. I deleted all my social, well, I, I stopped using, I deleted all my social media from my phone. <laughs> Yay! Wow, I'm mad, okay. I'm hella mad though, cause I was about to go live and I can't. Oh, oh. yes you can. Remember, uh, log into our Facebook creators and I think in the, you didn't check it out, did you? No, what I'm saying is I don't have any of this. Oh. Like, I deleted all of that from my phone. But what I'm going to do is just record, like, a video and then just end up posting it. Like, just, yeah. just going to set it up. Yeah. And this is going to be on our reels or something like that. I should take this off, huh? Whatever. Okay. Ow! Make this I just look... took it off. Whatever. Can you, can you, like, filterify my face? It's so far away, we can't even see details. It's fine. I promise. I know you do. I know. That's why I'm, like, <laughs> I will send it to you before we post it. But anyways, I have it right here okay so yeah so So, that's what i had to tell you though i don't have i deleted all my social media from my from my phone after looking at the screen time but also i felt like once that once that 
once we had like the whole social media shutdown, I was like, I had like anxiety. I was like, fuck, I can't do this. Like my, I was constantly going to my phone trying to like look up stuff. And when I couldn't do that anymore, I noticed I was like more productive doing other stuff, which I feel like I should be. And then this all happened like two days ago. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like not be on social media for I don't even know how long it's going to be for just like for right now. And when I feel like I'm as productive as I should be, then I'll like get back to it because I could be on social media. Like when I looked at my screen time, girl, it's so embarrassing. I'm on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter for like nine hours a day. I'm not lying. I swear to God. Is it just on and then like you're just No, someone, girl. Like, I'm like the first three hours of my day, like I will not get out of my bed. I will just be scrolling and like cracking up. Yeah. And also like I'll go to sleep at like three o'clock in the morning just because like for like two, three hours, I'm just like online. I'm like tweeting. Well, not tweeting. I'm just like absorbing content. It's like never ending. Yeah. And that's what sucks you in. It's never fucking ending. Like you can keep going yeah so two days ago i was like you know i'm gonna delete it that way i can be more productive one in like our podcast stuff two in like my own like you know side businesses and stuff like that and it'll give me the chance to like i'll still be able to post and do stuff because we can do it through like the automatic you know like the the, through the scheduler and stuff like that so i can do my stuff without having to consume it and i read something like a topic about that when people were saying like when you have a business, you want to not be the consumer as much as the person that's putting out like all of that stuff. So I want to be more of the person that's putting out stuff and less of the consumer. And we'll see how that works out. But yeah, so go ahead about the topic. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, that's great. That's a good way into the segue of one of the questions I was asked was going to ask is like, how has it affected us personally? And I think for you, you addressed it as it caused a little bit of anxiety and if you were being a consumer versus creator and then just how it, it controls your day to day. Yeah. Uh, For me, you already know, like I try to stay as far away for it as far away for it from it as possible. You do. But I do catch myself as well, like getting into the endless scroll. I'm more so like a night owl because how weird my schedule is sometimes. And I will also be sitting up scrolling, not just on uh, Instagram, but I'm on YouTube a lot. Like that's also another area where I consume a lot of content and watching these videos it's like my brain just absorbs it. And then Pinterest is also addicting. So let's not forget. Do you really, you're on Pinterest like that? No, I feel like a 30, 45-year-old mom. What do you do on Pinterest? I never got into it. I'm making my fashion boards, my DIY boards, my book, like my inspirational quotes. I love it. uh, Finding new artists, like seeing art history. Yeah. I have boards for pins and boards for everything. I also find a lot of good recipes, FYI. Okay. Air fryer, and I found out (gasps) you can make donuts in your air fryer. I just got an air fryer like maybe a month ago. Yo, you're going to be set for winter. Like, you want hot food? Don't. You want a crispy chicken? Because I know you love your chicken wings. I do. And it's keto. Mm. Like, I'm trying to do, like, a bunch of, like, healthy keto. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I love it. Pinterest is it. It's endless scrolling, refreshing, trying to adapt. Yeah, it's it's addicting. But for me personally, like, when Facebook was out, I was just like, I woke up, I did scroll, and I was like, oh, I can't log in. And for me, I thought, oh, it's probably my Wi-Fi. Yeah. I was like, Wi-Fi's kind of shitty, so 
okay, it's probably my Wi-Fi. And then once I realized it's not my, <laughs> it took me until I had to clock into work that day because I started at three. I was like, oh, Facebook's down. Okay. <laughs> Were they talking about it at work? Yeah. So was work affected where, by it? Yeah. So we were affected by it. So this is the next question. It's like, how did it affect our, our jobs? For me, I'm an incident product manager or production manager. So we use applications like the Facebook likes, the Instagram feed, Facebook ads for generating Damn, revenue. Now I'm um, about it. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. So our team, we had this incident, started early in the morning, had to, you know, create our status page with updating information, looping all the key stakeholders. We created our own Slack group for it. And then we're just monitoring it during the day. We had people from our network, our network team jump in and kind mm-hmm. of break things down and be like, okay, they're having an outage. We also rely on the Facebook status page themselves, which yeah. is also down, which was hilarious. What was happening? What was like, what were you guys putting on people's websites? So, you know, like for people who had Instagram, like on their website, like what was it showing? Like, was it just like a 404 message or like, was it like, oh. For that, it just had, it was just like a 404 message. Damn, what was on our website? Um, <laughs> uh, for our Facebook, because we also use, remember, people use Facebook login buttons yeah. for as well members our identity identity team had to go in and put a error message saying currently facebook is down um that would link to our external status page that then showed the outage page as well so there was a lot of key like movements going through our team reacted really good like our Oh man, dude, I looked at it. Our time to acknowledge was like instant. It was like, I bet though, because like people are probably hitting y'all up, like, yeah, constantly. Yeah, so that was really good. And then for me, I also worked the nighttime, so I had to like be there to resolve most of it, which was kind of okay, but then kind of not because I had to like refresh, go on Twitter. Yo, Twitter, shout out to Twitter. Yo, I love Twitter. I love it so yeah. much. I don't even, I need to post more, but I'm scared people are going to judge me on Twitter. Like, yeah. I, I, oh. People are going to judge you more than you judge yourself, but knowing I, that they can't hurt you more than you can hurt yourself will be. You know the, what it is? It's like with Twitter, like, I, I love that, like, whatever I want to know in real time is going to show up on Twitter. It doesn't show up on Instagram real time, not Facebook, but Twitter is real time. Like, you know about yeah. everything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know, maybe I just need to figure out like what my Twitter quote unquote identity is right now. And I don't know what that is. Like, cause I want to be like my full self and I want to show stuff about tech, but I also want to show stuff about black women. But then also I want to show my ratchet side and it's mm-hmm. like, what should I show? And it's like, people are yeah. probably like all of it, just your normal self. But at the same time, I'm kind of just like, I love to absorb Twitter so mm-hmm. much. Like it's, it's dangerous. It is. It's very dangerous. So luckily, while Facebook's status page was down, their Twitter account, their uh, news account that yeah. they have, and their general account was updating. And yo, I just love the amount of trolls and funny, like la- like the people who are on there and just trolling within Facebook <laughs> on their own feed yo. in real time. Chef's kiss. Yeah, the things I collected and read went to Reddit as well. Ugh will forever be my saving grace. And I added that into my night report as well. I was like, you know what? 
let's spice this up a little bit. Yeah. Let me show you guys a meme. No, yeah. my job wasn't really affected that much, or at least like not my direct team. Well, one, because we're like the, we don't have, I feel like the most thing that would be, probably be affected for my team is like logging in, but we don't have yeah. the social sign-in feature yet. So okay. technically we were safe, but yeah. So, oh, well, I'm sure like the people that had like support pages and like the support, yeah. like I'm sure like their stuff was down maybe a bit, nothing crazy, but what about like, before we even continue, I'm just thinking about like, because you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, okay? Oh, but I'm yes, just saying. Yes. <laughs> I love how you said you referenced that. I'm not well, because I don't want people to, because I feel like whenever, you, whenever like nowadays you say anything that's not the norm or or something yeah. that makes other people think mm-hmm. against what they've already thought, it's yeah. like, oh, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist, or like, oh, you're trying to like. You know, be fucking anonymous. You know, like some weird shit. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm just thinking about some other stuff that other people probably are not thinking about or people that, whatever. So, so you know the girl that was the whistleblower for Facebook? Yes. Uh, she has an official name. Yes, she I, does. I don't know her name, but the blonde white girl. Now. She was a product <sighs> manager at Facebook and she basically told, she basically quit also like, took a lot of information from Facebook and said that they were not doing what they were supposed to be, not doing what they claimed that they were doing, meaning like with privacy and like what's really trying to like clear up hate speech and stuff like that because they really cared about engagement. Anyway, so there she is basically participating in a lawsuit against them with Congress. That same day that the 60, no, the 60 Minutes report came out the day before, but then the day, the next day, all of Facebook services were dead. Like, yeah. And obviously that's the same day that all like the articles were like showed out and like all of that stuff. So I'm just thinking like, Dan, like what if they really were trying to like cover up their stuff? Like what if Facebook already knew that this was going to happen? What if like, cause I know a lot of people were, were, they were saying like people were locked out of the Facebook headquarters and like all of that stuff. And then when you read the Facebook blog, they're saying like, oh, it was this network and we couldn't find this. What if they already knew about all that shit? You know what I mean? Like, what if they were like, we're going to fucking shut everything down for like a good eight hours. Okay, we're going to lose hella money. People are going to lose hella money, but it's not as much money, you know, as we're going to lose if people see all this, this, and this. Like, so that's something that I thought about. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, why would they do that? Or like, they didn't do it because they, they, they talked about why, they talked about why it was shut down. And I'm thinking, like, you guys minimize how smart tech companies are. You don't think that there are planned shutdowns ever? Like, where they're like, we're going to shut this down and we're going to act like it's a surprise and then post about, like, why it was shut down? Like, uh, sometimes I think about that. But it's just something for you guys to think about, like, that this all happened the same day as this whole blow up with the Facebook whistleblower. Yeah. You are not alone in that theory. I know you always just, you're not a conspiracy theorist. Thank you. Please say that one more time. I am not. not Erica is not a conspiracy theorist. However, (laughs) yeah, the point that she brought up was heavily prevalent on Reddit for sure. That was like, like the first thing, like as soon as it was down, they're like, oh, it was hackers. And it was that, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. theory that maybe they were controlling, they purposely went down. Um, The whistleblower name was Francis Hagen, Hugen. I'm betraying her name. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Look, you said it fast. Sounded right. Yeah. But yeah, they were just when that story broke, people did claim that. Like maybe they just did that to kind of mitigate this Supreme Court 
issue that's going on. I would have. Congressional court. I yeah. would have done that I shit. Mean, like, what the uh, fuck? <laughs> FBI's coming. Okay, my shop is shut down for a day. I need to clean some shit up. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. I guess. But yeah, I mean, we'll never know. Well, we will technically really never know. But we were affected by it, you know, and a lot of people were affected by it. So, yeah. Yeah, globally. And that's the thing I had to think about. I I forget that other countries, especially ones who use WhatsApp transactionally or just to communicate with their family. In the Philippines and in Thailand, like they were using that a lot in the Philippines, like businesses and to... Even to just like make to make like simple appointments, like to go to like yeah. the nail salon or like to go get a massage, mm-hmm. it was like I'm talking to the people through WhatsApp, and I never knew that until I left America. Mm-hmm. It was not as normal. Yeah. Like that was like their business was on WhatsApp, <laughs> which I thought they would be using other because there are other smaller communication apps like that that will work globally. Like I think Talkie Talkie or something with talking it or Mex- Mexico. Yeah, and what's the other one that we used to use but spammers got a hold of it? It's not WhatsApp, and it would dial a, a phone. Google, wait, it's a Facebook, a Google service? It's not a Google service. Oh, yeah, wait. Was it Are you talking about Google phone? Like There's Google phone and there's voice. This... Google voice, what is it called? What did, what, what, is it, what did it do? It would like call, you can call people from your computer and it would generate a virtual phone number for you. Yeah, that's Google voice. It was Google Voice, but there was a second company. I remember the colors as blue and white, but it's driving me. I thought I wrote it down in my notes, but I didn't. So I will, I have a mind fart, so we'll We'll figure this out. (laughs) But there's other smaller apps that will do the same thing, but they don't have the same popularity or traction as much as WhatsApp does. And I- You talking about Skype? Skype. Yeah, there you go. I haven't used Skype since like middle school, like years yeah. ago. But they're still around, right? Like, yeah, they are. Slowly still using it, but I wonder how much traffic they got since or during that outage when Facebook was down. Did a lot of people merge over to Skype? Which Skype yeah. is itself not difficult. User friendly, okay. Yeah. I can't believe they're still up. Yeah, that's like, why where I'm are they getting their money from? Who's using Skype? It must be international. Yeah, it must be international. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because a lot of scammers use Skype, and it's like mm, I'm done with you. Oh, and Google Voice too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. uh, but it was funny to not funny. I mean, you can laugh about it, but when you're actually in it and being impacted by it, it's not funny. Especially when it's mm. your only source of income Damn. and how to generate money. It's like okay, you definitely need to have more resources like you you need to diversify is yeah. if this outage has taught you anything is like you need to diversify yeah no 100 percent. yeah when, when have, it like, was down i was thinking oh go ahead oh no i was gonna ask you like how do you feel about these bigger companies taking over you know small user base without allowing them to diversify you know like google has not google facebook has come in and used whatsapp to squash out skype Essentially, squash out Skype. Yeah, but Skype still exists, though. Yeah, Skype does. But I think I think that there's a part of me that cares, and there's a part of me that doesn't. Because because you have, I'm not, I'm with everybody can do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? So because my company is so good and so convenient that everybody wants to come to me, and other smaller companies are getting demolished. I don't give a fuck. 
You know, like, yes, it's great. We should all have a, a, a evil playing field. But I want my company to gain the most, you know? But also it's like, I feel like it's not on the company. It's on the, the, the consumers, you know? It, it reminded me that, like, we even, like, as our podcast, I was like, damn, like, our shit's down too like nobody can i mean if you went to our website you'd be able to see our podcast or like nobody can see us on social media and then i was thinking of other social medias that we should be on that we're not taking advantage of that maybe like you know that might boost us up or something like that so it's like i think that yeah people consumers or business owners should not put all their eggs in one basket facebook Mm. and instagram and whatever like it's that's not the only place for you to be marketing your business you know and there's so many other there's there's so many other places out there online that Mm -hmm. have hella people going to it and none of us are majority of us are not accessing that that flow of users you know and we should be because there's money to be made and none of us like the majority of us are really kind of like focused on like oh facebook oh instagram oh twitter or you know like just like the main four or five people like the fang so or google and i think that like this was a really big wake-up call to like hella people yeah it really was it was the worst one for people who had to lose money and who couldn't communicate with their family or couldn't get appointments but it was also like to the rest of people like hey yeah like you said i diversify i don't just run facebook ads i have google ads i have yeah. a google business page you can go to me i'm and on tiktok do you know how many people are on tiktok yeah i don't think you'll understand tiktok is like i see the average joe some fucking nobody from fucking michigan that has a fucking like candle business and they're having millions of views on fucking tiktok Like, I mean, no editing, literally just like regular camera, you know? So like people are on TikTok, people are on other places outside of Facebook and Instagram. Yes, Facebook and Instagram is very, very like user-friendly and like once they got you, they got you. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really great, but there's other platforms that we should all be thinking about getting onto and not saying don't use Facebook and Instagram, but people should take this as a realization that wow, I need to think and optimize other resources outside Mm -hmm. of the main popular resources because one, things like this can get, can happen, you know, and this is not the first time that Facebook and Instagram has been down, you know, and, and if your business is solely on Facebook and Instagram and you've lost thousands of dollars, how many times do you need that to happen in order for you to like start moving on to other, not moving on, introducing new platforms to your business model? Mm -hmm. It's going to take a lot. I think it's, and especially when we're, because remember, we're focusing on this, trying not to focus my lens so much on our Western experience because yeah. we have the resources to expand outside to these other markets. But trying to think like how it is when you're in the Philippines or in India and these are your only limited options, you yeah. know? It's like trying, like, we're not even going to talk about how China only has its own, <laughs> own thing, but you know, yeah. places places where these are your top heavy hitters and other applications like you can do ads on on pinterest you can promote yeah. your business to get traffic off, off pinterest off medium okay i haven't used medium in a long time but oh shit are, i totally forgot about medium you can use medium in a way that yeah. is a popular active blog all the time that, yeah. and then let's say like how much it costs to build a website because other platforms like Wix, squarespace wordpress mm-hmm could work but then you might run into blockers so yeah um and if your only options is limited to facebook 
you're kind of trapped, you know? Yeah. Like you said, you're, you're caught in the hold. It's hard to, to expand past that. It is. But hopefully they're using their local, like, because I know there's other companies, you know, other tech companies that are based like in Nigeria or based in India that are starting their own things that service their community or yeah. service their, their country or continent. Sorry. Yeah. That might be helpful, but what if you're trying to reach a new market and expand? It's yeah. Hard. This is why it's yeah. like there's no cap. Like you should just... There's no reason, like, why people should not do other platforms or yeah. try out other platforms other than them not having the experience. And you can gain the experience. If you have access to the internet, you can mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Once you once you get access to the internet, it's, like, the world's your oyster. You can right? go wherever you are. You just need to know what kind of what to search for or how to search. Yeah. And eventually you'll get it, though. It's not, like, something that's going to happen, like, the next day, but... Once you have access to the internet, like you, I, I feel like if anybody has access to the internet, you have access to everything. Like, mm-hmm. unless you're a company, I mean, unless your your country is like censoring you, obviously. But also, yeah. like, you can figure out how to hack that shit, kind of. Like, I remember in like middle school and high school, like, well, no, it's mostly like middle school. Like, we'd have like, you know, when you're at school and you had like the proxy website, they never let you on Facebook. So like, you would like go to the proxy website and then go to Facebook just to get on it without like the network mm-hmm. notifying. Like, oh my god, I love that shit modern day hackers yeah right yeah i feel like that that's something because there are government censorships in place i think that'll probably be another future topic yeah outside of that outside of because we only have our western experience she's really bring pro back on because she's in dublin right now yeah we should i wonder you know what sabrina's moving to ireland so would love to figure that out sabrina if you're listening to this we need you on the show girl yes and you you work at facebook so yeah Give us that inside well, scoop. I, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just understanding, like, if your government is censoring what you're able to access, Yeah. how, how are you getting around this? Yeah. What are you using to get around this? I really want to know somebody who had a business and was really affected and what they did to, like, did they, were they just like, oh, fuck it, like, whatever, I'm off today? Or were they like, damn, I can't pay rent? You know, like, yeah. I could not even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Facebook. Facebook, their blog community, whoever runs their social, needs to go out and do their uh, user research. Yeah. And they need to hear their they pain know. They know, but they, red flag, don't care. But right? they, you know, they can spin a beautiful story. Their PR person can get in there and be like, this is what happened. This is how yeah. they bounce back. This is how they're making it even better. But yeah, low key trying to tell them about other ads and learn how to diversify. Right. <laughs> Cool. So you already touched a little bit about it. Like you personally don't care from a business aspect that you like Facebook or Amazon are buying up these smaller companies. Yeah, no, I'm like, more of like every it's it's everyone for themselves. Like when it comes to biz, that's what America I feel like is. It's like everybody is you. Everybody can do whatever they want. Technically, yes, there are limitations, meaning like what you have access to, you know, networking and like even like just being a. Uh, person of color like what you can do but mm-hmm. at the end of the day if i come up with a company and it's so fucking good that now facebook doesn't exist no more and instagram doesn't exist and people now are on erica.com why would i am i supposed to be like oh no i'm taking up so much space let me down dumb down my business so that facebook and instagram can get some of the pie fuck no i'm not doing that no it's up to the consumers should be on all three <laughs> you are a capitalist through and through. 
I am. Uh, now slowly realizing this <laughs> more and more as you talk about your business model. You're very much capitalist. You have capitalistic ideas. And you know what? Hey. I'm sorry. Oh, you know please. what? And this is how we both can. This is. Just remember that whenever we talk about our business. <laughs> yeah. You no. Know, I, I mean, at all. There's always. When you're constructing a business model, of course. You, you always want to dominate yeah. the market. Right? Like that is. It would be ridiculous to say like, "Oh, I'm going to make a, a small business and I, and I hope to make only a hundred thousand. Yeah, because I don't uh, want the I, because I don't want the bakery down the shop to go out of business. What the yeah. fuck? No, it's like when you think about it, you're like, no, I want to be a business owner. I want to keep expanding and continue making revenue. And this expansion can feed into different ways. Yes, I started as in bakery, but then you might lend yourself to being like a realtor and owning businesses, yeah. owning property. And then from there, acquiring other companies like Facebook did when they acquired, what was it, a sociology? They acquired department? Giphy too. Yeah. Gif- Jiffy, they sorry. Giphy? Jiffy, yeah. That was like a, like a year ago. Oh, Jesus, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Look at you. I mean, <laughs> You're like... I, Right. So I also think for me, for and you know what, this is why they can't buy Snapchat. And Snapchat's like, nah, I'm not gonna sell out to you. Like, yeah, why? is it because of censorship? Hmm? Is it because of censorship? I don't think so. Mm. I just think those guys, white dudes, white problems, were just like, nah, bro, I'm not gonna submit to another white bro. <laughs> yeah, you know? I can then, see that. Um, I know. I forget if Facebook had Oculus first. They did not. I think it was someone else. Okay, but so no, no, no. Actually, I think Facebook. Yeah, okay, it was so like a separate I, entity, I think. But then they yeah. joined. I think. So I think Snapchat probably realized like we're not just people don't know Snapchat is not just on your mobile phone. Yeah, Snapchat is now integrated into Zoom. Snapchat is, also has their Snap Cams that they released early on, and then they're re-releasing again this year. So they're yeah. dabbling in other virtual realities. So yeah. Why would they want to go to Facebook, who then eventually bought Oculus, who right. then tried to like no? They're like, no, nah, we're we're gonna keep this on a fair ground playing ground, and we're gonna compete against each other. Granted, yeah. there was already the Apple lenses or Apple glasses that were yeah kind of yeah shot, but you know, <clears throat> they were just like, we're not gonna bend. So for me, I'm for my if I were actually I don't I don't really know if I'm. I have to think about this sometimes, what? like as a business model, because I don't think it's right for Facebook and Amazon. I don't think it's right for them to have this much power. Why? That's um, what I'm trying to figure out. Why not? Because in not in the fact like, oh, another business is going to go out of, out of sell. More so that I don't think they should have this much power over if something went down like this, it should never affect people's businesses. But why not? That's what I don't get because I'm like, yeah, it, it's 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 bound to happen. That's like saying right oh. now, if all the ovens in America don't work no more, like of course people I mean, are gonna have a problem getting food, you know, or, or heating up their food. When you get that massive, you're going to affect people, and that's why you're so massive because you usually affect people in a positive way. But also, like the downside is that 10 percent of risk management, where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. if this shit goes down. <laughs> yeah you better figure out plan b quick yeah maybe that's and I the oh go ahead maybe that's the reason why like if something the there's no backup alternative to this company and that's like, the root but that's whose problem it's the consumer exactly it's, it's like not their problem it's like no. 
you're yeah. thinking about back. I'm sure they have backup. I'm sure they were like, fuck, I don't want everything to go down. You know, we, mm-hmm. they wanted other things. And that's more of an internet network conversation. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, damn, well, if this shit goes down, then people, should- consumers should have a plan B. Yeah, consumers should. Yeah. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just a lot of power to have. But you're okay if it's positive power. No, no power. All power is evil. Just let me just get that clear. <laughs> Let's just get that clear. Okay. I believe all power is evil. I believe that people who have the power are are necess- necessarily are evil, regardless of how much good they've done. Yeah. Uh, there's just a, a con to that. And I'm not saying like, oh, I think Congress should get involved with Facebook to an extent. I don't think we should... I don't think our government should have control over social media and the internet. I agree. And the reason why is because the government themselves and senators who are actively trying to take down Facebook do not understand how the internet works. And we've seen that in those hearings that some of them do not. Pitiful. Pitiful. They don't understand the nuances and, and structure of the internet and people and how they're engaging with it. So I don't think the government should have its hand in controlling what Facebook and Amazon do. I do think there should be laws in place, yes, to kind of help prevent privacy and protect consumers. But if I'm the consumer, I want to trust the person who's trying to make these laws understand how the internet works. And if a senator doesn't understand what Finsta is and understand those weird nuances, and then think of it as an actual person or actual place. It's that's like, a problem. That's a problem. If they don't, and granted, I know all most of the senators do have interns, do have people who go through and vet and do the reading for them and, you know, break it down and give it to, to them to review and study. But if they still don't get the concept, I don't want you in charge. They're, they're, I don't want you making those legislations. I, I agree. You, and we're asking know. the oldest company in the entire freaking United States, the government, okay, to be up to date, okay? Do you know, I feel like when it comes to tech, the government mm-hmm. is the last company, I'm just going to call mm-hmm. them company, it's the yeah. last company that is involved with tech. I yeah. feel like, Go to the IRS website. That shit is so 1950s. That shit is so, yeah. like, you know, there's, you can log into a lot of other places way quicker and, and secure. I get the whole government, they, they care about being secure, but secure does not mean old, okay? No. Go to a FAFSA website. Oh my God. Go log in and try and manage your <laughs> FAFSA account. <laughs> Tell me how that works. <clears throat> it's horrible. Yeah. It, it's horrible. But I do think, like, with the what the whistleblower brought up, some of her points were good. No, her points were really good. Yeah, some of her points were good, but it was hard to get the actionable task at hand. What do you mean? Like, like some of the things that she presented, let me see if I can pull up some of the key points. These were, I think, ideas that other people have mentioned, but there's no clear actions towards them. What do you mean Um, by actions towards them? Like... Because I know one of the things that she was mentioning was like Facebook really is not willing to take down all the hate speech. It's it's more of like 
they are taking down certain speech, not all the hate speech, because they really yeah. care about engagement. And, you know, most of the time, the things that get the most engagement are not the happiest of topics. So she did mention that, at least from my point of view, as a as a product manager, I would never do that. I would never, one, like steal documents and like all that crazy shit that she did. And just because I did not agree with the company, that's something that I would not do. And I'm hoping the other product managers would not do, but I feel like she felt like she had a civil obligation to like, yeah. to do this. But then again, she's a white lady. So like, I don't know, I, I need my job. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm going to quit before I, you know, steal documents and get sued by the company. But yeah, she's. Yeah. I don't have to follow up with you back on the point I was trying to make. Because <laughs> I deleted my notes and I didn't put them in Notion. So <laughs> that's on me. Okay. But there are articles about written about how her outcome. I can't even reference the articles. But there, I mean, there are articles out there about her and like what she did. And at the end of the day, like. When you go and you start building product, and this is something I had mm-hmm. to learn like as my as a product manager myself, it's like when I decide to be like, okay, I want to build this product or I want to go to this company to help them build this product, mm-hmm. you need to figure out what type of what type of builder, I guess you are. Like, do you want to go to a company that allows you to build whatever you want? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to go to a company that cares about like the environment and they care about, you know, the citizens and the yeah. civil aspect of everything and making sure people's stuff are good you know so like i don't know if that made sense but i guess i'm just trying to say that facebook is a company where most of the time when you actually look into it they're not Mm -hmm. just a social media company they are a data company they want to collect people's data they you know they want to do all this so maybe it came to a shock to be like oh shit i Facebook really does not want to take down all the all the hate speech. And I care yeah. so much about people and their feelings about hate and stuff like that that I can't do this anymore. So when you figure out what type of PM you are, like to me, I'm a, a PM that's like, I want to be able to build whatever I want. Like, mm-hmm. not what I want. I want to build anything. I want, I care about the resources. I care yeah. about like, oh, not, like if there's any company that's like, oh yeah, you know, you can, we have our our team has this idea and they're like go ahead and just do it it doesn't even have to go to market okay we just want to do it that's the type of shit that i'm talking about versus like a company where they're kind of just like very small and they're just like well we have other priorities and i'm sure every company has priorities but it's more like it's not as big and granular as a facebook or google where they're where the the resources are are outlandish you know yeah I think it's it's the ethics, right? Yeah. Like, do you what, what what type of PM you want to be? One that builds eth- ethical apps, products for people, or ones that are more engaging, more yeah, like, yeah. Because um, like even just like the algorithm of Facebook, like a lot of people <laughs> feel like that's not ethical. They're like, why? Why would why would you? Excuse me. Why would you build product where pe- it's going to have people going back to you and like be addicted and like. Mm-hmm. what the fuck because you're about to make hella money like and i'm down yeah. for that like and i know some other people are like oh no we care about like the psychological aspect of like people and like you know mm-hmm. and all this extra shit but you got to figure out what 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 where what you want to work you know and mm-hmm. i feel like she, at that part like she was at her wits end and she was like no but she also yeah. was like i'm leaving and i'm also taking your ass down i really hope to god though that like the government does not and that and that's something else. Like, I feel like the government, like, people are always like, oh, yeah, take down Facebook. Take down Facebook. But I'm like, dude, like, do you know what's going to happen? 
once there's a law in place that they're like, yo, you can only do this, 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 and this as a business, we're Mm -hmm. all fucked. Like, we're all going to, like, like I said, people love censorship until it happens to them. Yep. It's back on our our old episode. We talked about censorship of being able to see everything. And you're right. I think when people... Uh, sorry, I got a little choked up. Yeah, the censorship aspect of it, once the government comes into play, it, people aren't ready for that. People say they are, but they aren't. Yeah. And then they realize what's the end, like the flip side of that. You're giving now the government more power. <clears throat> and then when it comes to Facebook itself or Francis or Mrs. Hogan, Miss Hogan, to work there, I don't know why she didn't know. Look, so y'all. <laughs> I'm in my early 30s. I already knew Facebook was wrong by the time I got off of it in college. I was just like, this company is not ethical. I don't need to be uh, in my late 50s to understand that. Yeah. Like I, I can foresee for me in my thought process, like, why would I want to be on an app that's already so addicting when it wasn't even that addicting during my college days? Right. But I knew eventually it would be as the internet continued to progress. Yeah. So for her to go into this company, like maybe she went in with the best intentions, or maybe she didn't. Like maybe, maybe she just she needed some money. Like, yeah, maybe she's because that Facebook check people. is a great check. Yeah, that's one thing she, I can say. Yeah, and then she started realizing how unethical. I'm sorry, I do, I do think Facebook is a little unethical. It is. Like, yeah, I agree. It's not. It's not. If you care about ethics, don't go to any big tech company because they're yeah. doing more than what you think. Yep, all the fang companies out there. And that's the same thing I feel like for advertising companies. Because I have a degree in advertising, and, like, when I first got out of school, I always wanted to be, I was like, oh, I want to go to an ad agency. Like, I want to do this. And then I started interning at one. I was like, wait, what? Like, and and, and that's when I realized, like, wow, like, like, all advertising is is getting people's attention and getting people to love things, whether they need it or not, whether exactly. whether we're lying to them low key or not. Like we need yeah. you to want this, and we're gonna do whatever yeah. it takes for you to want this. And that's the same thing as tech companies. We're gonna do whatever it takes for you to get back on this app. Yeah. Some people say like when you design, you don't design for what the customer like needs. You design design for what they want. Yeah. Or actually. Well, you don't you don't design for what they want you design for what they need and yeah. sometimes they don't know what they need yeah so you create it yeah it's like, what, 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 it's like a whole look there's a whole fucking like framework around all of that yeah there's a, i mean i will say there are some psychological impacts on <coughs> when you use any type of social media um platform yeah not just facebook it's also to be addicting when you're on amazon and like i said pinterest it's like it's those apps are designed to be addicting. Yeah, and Instagram. Um, you're over here comparing yourself all day. I'm telling you, just the one, just once they introduced the infinite scroll, that part, that's what got me. You can go on Instagram and there's no limit to how long you can scroll. You can scroll forever. There's yeah. no stopping. Not even like TikTok is already trying to do this thing where they, you know, they, they have like the pop up where they're like, hey, You've been on TikTok for a little bit too long. We think it's time for you to, you know, to do something else. Like, Mm -hmm. do you think Instagram's ever going to do that shit? No. They're going to be like, keep fucking scrolling. Actually, here's some more people that you haven't thought of yet. Yeah. But then they do put the only with the, like, the continuous scrolling, they do have functions and features because people have joined the company. People have advocated for this 
to have like time limits and how much time reminders and to track that. Well, that's on the iPhone, not Instagram. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I put it on, I went through Instagram settings and put it on. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, <laughs> so I didn't know about one, that. But yeah, you're right. There is. How did you find that? I think the iPhone did it. I don't know who did it first, but I know the iPhone did kind of market that one first. Yeah. I think Android has a version of it. I got to pull up my phone. But on Instagram themselves, inside their app, they have it. And it pops up with their little thing saying, hey, you've been up here. Here's a time reminder for 40 minutes. So that's on the consumer. Like you said, it's on the consumer to access it. But Facebook and Instagram do not promote it or at least show you in a way that's easier to get to it. So why would hurdles. they limit? Why would they want to promote how to stop using our app? I mean, I understand. Yeah, that's what they, I'd be thinking about. Wouldn't. Like they would. That's why I asked you, how'd you find it? You had to like, you didn't. I'm sure you had to like look for it yourself. Like it wasn't like yeah. a post. It's, it was like yeah. deep down in there, probably. Yeah, I went through my settings. I was like, oh, this and that. Like, oh, okay, let me turn this on. Let me try it. You let were me proactive about it. Yeah. But I understand most of the other consumers that don't, some people who don't think like that or people who don't see it as being addictive wouldn't even care to know that that feature even exists. But yeah. for other people who join that company and who enjoy Facebook, but then want to be more conscious of how much media they consume, they want to have this feature. Yeah, so they that's know. true. They moved it in, but they didn't promote it for sure. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, so just to wrap up this whole, the Facebook outage, yeah. talk more on, like, the impact from our job and on us personally and also globally. There are other things out there that people can read about the whole network, so I will link that in our newsletter. Because if you want to know the more network aspect of it... We'll link the uh, blog. Huh? I said we'll link the Facebook blog that they posted. Yeah. They will link their Facebook blog that they posted... But since they didn't go through it, I will link through an Instagram. There was a 30-minute talk on this podcast that's called The Internet Report. And it had Gustavo Rom- Ramirez? No, Wow, Ramos. I'm racist. Double I'm Ramos. Sorry. Jesus. I read it too fast. I read my notes way too fast. Gustavo Ramirez. <laughs> I'm like Ramirez. Gustavo Ramos. Uh, from Thousand Eyes in there. He's an expert in-house on network engineering. Yeah. Um, he talks about that from the more technical side. And I think if you're really wanting to get into that, look into it because there are really good resources on people um, talking about the networking system. And they did write a, a brief post. I did copy. So I'm just going to just paraphrase this. They said that the source of their out- outage was during their routine maintenance job and they issued a command, and in that command, it was able to, with the intention to assess the availability of their global back, backbone, the uh-huh. capacity of it, but it unintentionally took down their system. So something uh-huh. that they released themselves. And the internet report with Gustavo on there as like his perspective as a network engineer, yeah. kind of talked about how like when you're structuring this, maybe there should be more checks and balances and also understanding like there's three key points that may have went down and since they built this all internally they kind of just shot themselves in the foot instead of them also 
and other resources to kind of come back in. But that's just like a shorthand version of it. And yes, there's there are going to be bugs in your release. You just hope that your bug is not this bad that it takes down your system. Damn, so, that sucks. Yeah. So that was something that they reported on in their uh, blog posts. But that was just a short little recap. We kind of touched more about this and we kind of like doing a little dance around the psychological impact on, on Facebook and you've taken your major leap. I'm just, you know, know how to limit it. But the other part of the conversation is the mental a- aspect of us, the mental yeah. aspect on tweens, which I don't like that word, and adults. I don't know, it just sounds weird. Young, They're not quite teenagers. Do you mean like young adults? Yeah, like the in-between, the 13, 12-year-olds, 13 to 14 before they're considered a teenager. But everyone's teen age is different, like maybe 12, 11, 12, 13, and then 14-year teenager. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. Yeah, so you already touched a little bit of that outage that gave you a little bit of anxiety. But the the one point I did want to mention is that Facebook did decide to not go through with making their Instagram for just tweens. They thought about it and they decided to pull that feature or pull that Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, so Facebook was going to release an Instagram version that was just for tweens. Really? Yeah. And it was going to maybe have some key features to limit how they see themselves and how they engage with other teenagers their age and they wouldn't be Mm. exposed quote-unquote exposed to the plethora of what instagram is yeah um so they opted out after doing tons of research market research and also internal research on it and to be honest i'm like i'm happy they didn't do that i'm happy that they didn't but now now let's actually talk about parents who make instagram accounts for their teenager or for their kids for their little kids oh my god I just to make that. money off of I what, that. what's that social impact gonna be like because one is them going to instagram themselves which instagram does have a date verification policy for your birth i think the youngest on there should be what was it 13 is that- on the internet yeah they do they when you sign up you have to put in your your date of birth oh shit i didn't even know that yeah, but we all know because you have maybe you have multiple kids in the house that range in different age, or parents who don't give their kids a phone or do, yeah. they're gonna limit Instagram. But everyone and their friends have Instagram, so they yeah. make accounts. So there's like two points to that. It's like, yeah, I don't like coming across teenagers' page. My own cousins don't. I only let one cousin follow me, and but I. But we were teenagers when we had Instagram and Facebook. Like I was, um, I will never forget. I was twelve years old or thirteen when I had my first Facebook account. Like, why don't you want your? Why don't you want them to be able to to use I, what we I, used? I had MySpace. I had like three different versions. Of I MySpace. mean, MySpace was even. I don't want to say it's worse. Even MySpace, like you had to pick your top six and like you had to post oh, pictures yeah. about yourself and people could like your pictures and comment on your pictures. So yeah. like, but it's know. not at the same point as it is now like the internet has definitely grown from those like the past 10 decades yeah past decade and you're exposed to more and people kids don't always know how to i mean kids do know how to navigate the the internet very well i think parents are not smart enough to some parents not all no they're not 
to navigate the internet. But and whose problem is that? That's what I'm saying. Where I feel like we keep punishing the business companies and not like punishing us as people, as consumers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like consum- saying take all the honey buns off the market because it makes you fat. Like, you know, well, con- consumers are now we're just going to say people are dumb. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean, I don't want to say dumb. They are. Certain people are just dumb. Like when they put their six month year old kid on Instagram and then are weird out by why predators are on their fucking Instagram page. I'm like, look yeah, at you. Like, look what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I just, that's very true. Consumers are a little. Yeah. Mindless. You have to be mindful of what you put on the internet. And it sucks to say that, and even on for Instagram. But I think for them, they're tackling it from the aspect of, we don't want kids to be so negatively, the stigma that comes when you see you're on the internet comparing yeah. your 13 year old body to someone who should be 13, but or mm-hmm. 16. And they're yeah. looking like an Instagram baddie, you know, <laughs> and showing off their body. Or even boys Yo. trying to be extra masculine to be that quote-unquote alpha male you know that was something for them to kind of create this safe space for them to show what real teenagers look like i don't know yeah no that makes sense though yeah i said that makes sense though yeah but then i feel like there's other governments in place i believe sweden and sweden Europe, some European companies are requiring people, if it's an ad or a filter, to say that. I think it was Sweden. Really? Yeah. So if they are going to use That's a filter, everybody. Way, it's just like a small little tag. They need to say, like, this photo was edited and has a, a filter. I feel like that's doing your job right. I mean, now it's up to the parents to have that conversation. And it's not a big, bold text. It's usually, like, something pretty small yeah. at the end or saying, like, this photo has been altered or edited. That, I yeah. think, is a good way to be a, a mindful consumer. I think maybe you, if you want if you want to know, there should be a way for you to find out. I don't think it should be advertised that way, though. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, if you want to, like, how would, what would be ways to find like out? If, I don't know. Like, go to the user's profile and, like, go to, go to, like more info about the profile and then maybe it'll show all the edited posts and i don't think it should show what was edited i think it should just say i think it should just say if it was edited or not that's it like to now go in and be like all my edited posts are gonna have like something on it on my instagram i'm like oh that's annoying no it's not gonna have like an app or a filter on it like it's not gonna automatically pop up it's something that they are required to put in the tagline yeah. Of the description. That's all. Uh, it's not going to be like a, uh, a notification that pops up or anything like that. Okay. But I think it's also something they have to put when they're doing marketing, like billboards or anything. There'll be like a little line at the bottom that will say okay. like this photo is altered or in some way. Okay. Uh, that's their way to help their teenagers kind of understand like, hey, this is not a real photo. And like what you're seeing is an edit, highly edited yeah. version. Yeah. Don't compare yourself to it. And that's true. But I, I also think, like you said, this is where what parents should step in and be like, okay, now you're asking parents to be like the, the moderator. For the parents to be parents? Yeah. That's what parents are. Yeah. If you have true. kids, you should know what's on their stuff. Like, if I had a kid, I would, look, I'm, I'm going to have your Instagram. I don't need to follow Ooh. you. I mean, I don't need to... Um, like, if you want to keep it private, great, but I need to be one of those followers. That's it. Mm. Like, 
I'm I, I, yeah, because I need to know what the fuck is on there. I mean, when you're 18 and stuff, whatever, I don't care. Why do you have an Instagram page I don't know about? Like, like what do you? What is there to hide? That's what I care about. Oh, there's tons of things. Think about. I know, and I need to know those things. That's why I'm like, if I'm a parent, like, uh, yeah. I mean, but then you're not creating that balance. God, this is gonna go into another thing. But you're not creating a balance for your your teenager to be their own person and govern their own body right they can be whoever they want i just want to see who they are (laughs) what if they don't feel comfortable sharing who they are because remember we create these online presences like you said with your twitter you know what to create well that's like your relationship that you need to have with your own parents like why are your why is your kids scared to be themselves around you like Mm -hmm. why are you not creating an open environment for them to be comfortable with who they are well, you've seen time and time again, that's not possible. It's not possible. If we if we were at that point, then we wouldn't be having this discussion. But there's tons of kids who cannot be, and those are kids that are either in the LGBTQ plus AI or plus community who yeah. can't be that open and honest and accepting. They don't have parents who are open and honest and accepting like that. There's also parents who aren't comfortable to have those conversations about their body and how you present it and being quote unquote sexy and yeah. what that means as a, a as a teenager. You yeah, know? that's true. That's true. Because understanding and and explaining to them what is the male gaze and how it affects you as a woman or as a male. Like Yeah. You know? Some parents aren't ready to have that conversation. They're just gonna be like, Don't do that. That's wrong. You're you know, they'll start slut shaming them. Yeah. You know? And also, what yeah. about, like, parent kids are like, you dress all fucking day, bro, I get lit, bro, smoke, smoke weed. Oh my God. Okay, well, actually, it's like, from college. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. It was all right for a little bit, but then it's just I like. I didn't smoke weed till like, my senior year, like, the last day of school. It's, like, something like that. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, but how do parents have those conversations with their kids? And like you said, that's, that's on them. Yeah, it but is. when it comes to social media and we know that it has a psychological impact on them, it, <laughs> what are the things that we can put in place? And that was their alternative. I don't think we should have. They should because then that, like you said, opens the gate for predators who yeah. go into sex trafficking, trafficking. But we should also limit parents who make pages for their team and then promote them and then make money off of them. Well, it has no say. Well, yeah, maybe there should be a law about like how parents can make things for children and profit off of them. And there needs to be like a law in place for that. But I think that people should be able to make, you already know my answer. People should be able to make their profile and deal with the repercussions. You have- but then don't you think we have to limit it? Because that's also what the whistle part of I think that's part of what the whistleblower talked about yeah. was that they were feeding information to kids uh that were supposed shouldn't be targeted to them, but it was, you know. And why is it tar- it's my thing is like, is it targeted to them because of Facebook or is it targeted to them because of the company that's on Facebook that wants to target these type of people? It's like when you have Facebook ads, you choose who you want your advertisements to target. So like, that's where I'm like, what's the root and who is it really coming to? Like, I don't think that because things are promoted to me 
or to anybody, whatever certain type of person you are, we should stop them from coming on something because of what people are promoting to them. Because you're gonna see stuff regardless. If I walk outside right now, there's you you we can't censor everything from everybody. Do you get what I'm saying? Like there's yeah, like there's a level of censorship you can't you just can't. Yeah, and so if there does if if there is a company, you know, if there are cigarette companies who are trying to promote to 17 year olds about to turn 18 next month. Mm-hmm. that's them that's that cigarette company that's not yeah but we all okay that's where they use a cigarette analogy because we all know technically that it it can kill you cigarettes can kill you yeah they can that's why i'm yeah. using it like it's like and they still do because they want people to mm-hmm. smoke cigarettes and you can smoke cigarettes yeah. at 18 in america so they're going to be targeting these 17 year olds that are about to turn 18 so that they can smoke mm-hmm. cigarettes like yeah. why would they not do that that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it makes sense for them to do that. Is it wrong? Hell yes. Are they breaking the law? Probably not because they're not, they're waiting for them to, to, to you know, to turn 18 to purchase their product. Yeah, but we all know if someone's smoking there, if one friend in your group is of age, well, yeah. it, then yeah. everybody's smoking. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with the social media app too. If you're the only kid that doesn't have a social media, are you even present? Are you even relevant? You know? Especially going back as being a teen. I mean, that's something you should ask your, your sisters who are in that age group. Well, my Amani, she doesn't have an Instagram. Is well, she has an Instagram, but she doesn't post anything on it. Okay. She just goes to, like, lurk and, like, look. Sorry, Amani, that I told everybody, but whatever. Yeah. She just goes to, like, lurk and, like, look. And she doesn't post anything. Angel, on the other hand, she is all on Instagram. And she mm-hmm. does her filters or whatever she wants to fucking do. Like, yeah. so. But I'm curious, like, what are their mental... They're both their mental capacity because one's a lurker and we already know what lurking can get you into. Yeah. Like how has that affected her mentally? And the other one who is now posting socially, how does that affect her view as a person? True. That's a good question. mm -hmm. Those are things you should have a conversation with your teenage sisters. I don't have. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. You're the older sister, so... I just Yo, care like the Erica being the oldest. I know. Every time you tell me, I'm just like, oh my god, me. too much, <laughs> too much. Like they literally just turned 18. Yeah, I know it's insane. I'm like, wow, you guys are 18 already. Jesus Christ, it's insane. Chill, friend, are really? Huh? They're really 18? Yeah. This is senior year. I know. I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm so old. All I keep oh. thinking about is how old I'm about to be fifty. Like I'm just so old. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Before we go into, we keep. So there are you are not here. You know what? Through and through, I already know Erica's not gonna ban any company. If the company can do it, let the company do it. It's our fault as consumers to not regulate this. You get However, yes. regulation should not come in the form of government presence. You would say you don't want the government meddling in, but it should become us as a consumer exactly we as consumers need to change our thought process and i think we as consumers will never be there yeah i, I honestly think we will as a whole won't be there there'll be maybe a, a, a percentage of this and honestly me saying 10 percent still doesn't 10 percent of the population will not understand this yeah and that, that's the part that's a little scary that, that, that's part yeah. of that. But I do think there are, so outside of that, there are helpful tips. There are people creating apps to kind of fight the 
war battle whatever <laughs> and balance out like people's mental health there's definitely tons of like youtube accounts that talk about detoxing which can also be a hole yeah <laughs> a deep dark hole that's like look i'm already food. detoxing you guys should definitely pick it up i'm on day like four it's i'm actually not even missing it to be quite honest that's kind of weird at all like i'm not missing yeah. it like i'm just i'm just on it yeah that's the thing i don't feel like i'm missing out i do get excited though like when i when i used to be online on, on social media i would be like oh let me go to the shade room what happened now or like oh let me go and i was like why do i fucking care about what everybody else is doing except for my own shit right now and i also wasn't even posting that much you know for yeah. my own stuff so yeah we'll see i'm definitely gonna get back on it i just don't know when i'm just excited to just like i think once my my, our own stuff like this podcast and everything else like gets to where i want it to be like then maybe i'll get back on and do you think you would put restrictions on yourself personally like would you limit your time on there or would you maybe filter out any type of content that you don't want to see anymore no i always want to see everything I want to see everything, but I would probably, Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm definitely not censoring myself. No, I want to see everything, but I think I probably would um, not be on it as much, you know, or figure out when I'd probably want to be on it. But I also feel like maybe I might not even have that need to be on it as much, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm used to doing other things during my day and not just like consuming a bunch of like other people's business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we do is consume other people's businesses. <laughs> That's really what it is. It's like, I mean, on Instagram, it's literally I'm consuming what other people are doing. Like, yeah, it's highlight real. Yeah. Think of it as a highlight reel, and it's hard to tell people that. Like, this is just only a highlight reel of someone's life that's been massively curated. Yeah. And will continue to be massively curated because people truly do not show who they are. Well, mm, mm. in certain spheres. Yeah. I will say, oh my God, do not want to get. Uh, Stockton, but people on certain dark webs, yeah, cat groups that are older than Reddit will definitely show their true colors. Sure, yeah, yeah, cool. So, any final thoughts about that? No final thoughts. Make sure before you guys take a detox on social media that you follow our social media accounts. We don't post <laughs> yeah. that often like crazy, so you should still do it. What else should we our followers about? It's winter. Winter's coming. So, oh, for New York, huh? Yeah, so we definitely probably will put out some new merch and get our sweatpants, guys. Like what the fuck? Like get some of the sweatpants. Like, it's crazy because, like, I feel like they haven't been selling as much. And, like, so many people compliment me whenever I wear the sweatpants. Oh. Yes. So I'm yeah. like, I know people love them. You guys should mm-hmm. get a pair. They compliment my mom. My mom likes wearing them. Yeah, which one? Does she have the black ones or the gray ones? She has. No, she got navy. And I was surprised. No, but what? Remember I was, like, the ones going with- between with the words on the side yeah. ah okay yeah, yeah yeah i don't have those i have the ones with the, the fresh melanin the three the yeah, yeah those are the ones i have yeah my mom loves and you know what i will say this i do not like anything maybe like i yeah like sweatpants and stuff like that maybe no it's like black gray or like a tan or something <laughs> but everybody's like no we gotta have maybe we and have to have like, it for everybody and I was like, fine then. And then, yeah, this, that one sells. <laughs> right? So, and think about, like, gifts for people. Like, fresh melanin could literally go with anybody. Any person that's melanin that you feel like 
it's gonna sound so generic oh, as fresh or it's just like a cool black person get them the fresh mm-hmm. melanin merch highly melanated and favored yeah like <laughs> shit we'll have that shirt too let me stop yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I guess just for me, like, our final thoughts on top of, like, A, yes, fire merch is up, subscribe, but Facebook. You, I, if, I really want to get off Instagram, and I wish Instagram never sold to Facebook. Mm. And that is the one thing that keeps me in. You are someone who plays VR, so you have the Oculus, so yeah. you're hooked forever. <laughs> I am, no, really, I am. Yeah, so I just I'm looking for another platform that's not just Instagram and maybe it might never come to fruition and then I'll just be off social media. You'll just see me in print and paper, you know, magazine covers. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Yeah, That's it, yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Yes. And follow us on um, Audible if you listen to Audible. Yeah. Cool. Ready? Okay.